Welcome to the Daily DDT Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here's your host, Jaden Becker. WWE and G4 partnering for a new video game competition series. Live performance is announced for WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. And for all the new fans, I give you a beginner's guide to pro wrestling. I'm Jaden Becker, and this is the Daily DDT Podcast. You can catch this podcast on all your favorite platforms for your morning drive, lunch break, or whenever you need your wrestling fix. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And remember, you can ask your smart device to play the Daily DDT Podcast. If you like content like this check out our writers at dailyddt.com and if you want to hear more from me give me a follow on twitter and instagram at jaden becker tv took off for easter weekend and uh, but i'm back here with you for more daily content for professional wrestling last night was wwe monday night raw but before we get into that let's check out our news wwe and g4 partnering for new video game competition series premiering on g4 this fall the program will be hosted by xavier woods who we have seen uh, been sponsored and, and been a collaborative with G4, even has G4 on his tights, on some of the tights that he wears, so definitely the big connection there, of course, and uh, he will pick uh, content creators in gaming against each other. WWE will serve as an, an executive producer for the show with WWE and G4 marketing the program together, so fun to see, especially during Mania Week, the, I think there's going to be more news uh, announced uh, through this, and uh, very exciting. Very exciting. You know, Xavier Woods doing the smart thing with Up, Up, Down, Down uh, in the past and finally growing into something bigger than himself uh, and and still being a part of it, of course. But now with the partnership with WWE and G4, Xavier Woods being the main face of that, awesome to see there. And I would love to see if there's any could be any uh, WWE talent involved as well in, in gaming through that. I remember them saying they did like a Madden tournament. And I'm not super duper big into all video games, but I'm big into sports games. And when they did Madden, I remember seeing, I think it was AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins in Madden. That's great. That was awesome. And uh, I would love to see something like that again. Live performances announced for WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Rhea Ripley is set to have her entrance theme performed live at WrestleMania 37 this coming Sunday night. Singer Ash Costello took to Instagram today, or yesterday being that, and revealed that she will be performing her brutality single as Ripley enters to the ring to challenge Raw Women's Champion Asuka during the two-night of WrestleMania 37. Nita Stratus will perform the national anthem at night one of the upcoming NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver event. This will also be the last NXT on Wednesday nights, moving to Tuesdays next week. And no wrestling going on tonight. Impact moving, of course, to Thursdays, going head-to-head with night two of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. But always look great to see live performances as well. Uh, that that just signifies the time. You know, We're in the quote-unquote Super Bowl era Super Bowl time of, of pro wrestling this time of year you know Wrestlemania is the Super Bowl of of pro wrestling so we're in that time we're in that week Super Bowl week Wrestlemania week and uh, you know get the live performances going awesome to see and I can't wait to hear them we are going to get into our review for last night's Monday Night Raw, but before we get into that, let us thank our sponsor, Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Manscaped has created the best ball hair trimmer ever. Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. 
I now feel confident shaving my boys. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners, 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That is FANSIDED20, all caps, at manscaped.com at checkout. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Monday Night Raw, the go-home show. Uh, well, the go-home show before the go-home show. Oh, I guess you could call it the final go-home show, given the fact that SmackDown has been dubbed uh, Smack- WrestleMania SmackDown or the special WrestleMania edition of SmackDown. So I'm not counting that as WrestleMania, that SmackDown, but uh, you know, there's no uh, stigma attached to this or no marketing branding attached to this Raw. So final Raw before WrestleMania. How about that? The go-home show for that. We'll take that at face value. Drew McIntyre opens the show. He's ready for WrestleMania, he says. Talks to himself through the camera, telling himself to keep pushing. Wants to end the almighty era. Bobby Lashley enters with MVP. McIntyre tries to bait a fight with Bobby Lashley, but MVP stops. King Corbin enters. He's wearing a suit, but no crown. I wonder if uh, we're coming to a point, hopefully at one point, where we ditch the King gimmick of King Corbin and plans to finish what he started last week. Great promo work from McIntyre heading into Mania. Can't say the same for everyone else, but uh, McIntyre uh, digging deep there, and I thought that was a really nice promo. Xavier Woods with Kofi Kingston versus uh, AJ Styles with Omos. This is a rematch of last week of uh, Xavier Woods and AJ Styles. That match ended abruptly due to almost getting involved. Styles off to a, a hot start early. Kingston is dist- uh, distracts Omos on the outside, thus distracting AJ Styles as well. All this rolling up into uh, a roll-up by Xavier Woods. Woods picking up the surprising pinfall victory uh, before WrestleMania, even though AJ Styles and Omos uh, probably are the favorites to win this uh, match at Mania given that is Omos' first match, and he has just seemed unstoppable uh, at this point. Definitely, Omos will not be going out on his back. If anything, AJ Styles will be going out on his back if they do end up losing. In our next match, Braun Strowman versus Jackson Riker and Elias in a tornado tornado handicap match. A surprise steel cage. I thought this was going to be a surprise steel cage match before Mania, throwing Riker and Elias in there, but no. They just had the cage down uh, that was, for whatever reason, above the ring to uh, have Braun Strowman cut a promo. I thought this was a decent promo. Sounds a lot like a Be A Star ad that we've seen back in the day. You know, like, oh, stop bullying, stop bullying. I want to—I forget what time of year Be A Star, if they even are partnered with Be A Star anymore, uh, usually is. And, um, yeah, pretty much Strowman just cutting a Be A Star promo, <laughs> saying that, yeah, I'm going to do this for all the people that uh, have ever been called stupid before, ever been uh, looked down upon, or whatever, whatever, you know, that pretty much that's a promo, but Strowman did a good job. Elias and Riker strong early on, but Strowman powers out of a double stack pin attempt with both Elias and Riker pinning him on, on top of Strowman in the middle of the ring, but Strowman able to get out of that. Strowman connects with a running power slam to both competitors and pins both at the same time. On paper, this works as, like, you know, making Strowman look strong heading into Mania, but, uh, you know, this story hasn't really done much for me so I feel like those are just wasted space and uh, you know the we're gonna see later on McIntyre have a pretty good match and that does something for me but I didn't really see much for for um Strowman here given that I, I'm not just a, I'm not a fan of the story I've been a fan of a story for quite some time with this ever since the slime incident ever since uh, McMahon just came out and lip smacked on the mic and heavy breathed for you know 15 minutes it seemed like for that promo segment 
Miz and Morrison backstage, and Miz and Morrison paint Bad Bunny's $3.6 million Bugatti. Uh, the color red, they started up paint, using their paintbrushes and, and all over his white Bugatti. Reminds me of Kofi Kingston dumping paint on Orton's NASCAR back in the day. Uh, that was a fun segment then, and this was a, I thought this was a fun segment now. Uh, Bad Bunny surprised when seeing the car, of course, and then Bunny is attacked by Miz and Morrison. We'll hear more from Bad Bunny later on in the night. Asuka and Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. A very original booking here. I hope this the sarcasm uh, translates through your headphones for this podcast. Uh, because we've seen this before with the two stars that are going to be having a match at Mania. Teaming up to go face off against the women's tag team champions. We saw that with Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Even to such a high extent where they had a championship match at Fastlane. This obviously not to the same extent. But still the same type of idea with Asuka and Rhea Ripley going against each other at Mania and now teaming up here. Ripley ignoring Asuka during her entrance and Ripley refusing to tag in when Asuka asks, uh, tagging in on her own time. Although trying to stay out of the match as much as possible, Ripley attacked on the outside by Nia Jax. Asuka enters on a hot tag and dominates, but then Asuka is attacked by Ripley herself, costing them the match. It didn't end in disqualification. Uh, Ripley pulled Asuka out of the ring, beat her up on the outside, tossing her around, and then throwing her back into the ring, causing a loss. I think this is a Rhea Ripley heel turn here, without a doubt. Uh, it looks very apparent that this was a heel turn for Rhea Ripley. And uh, some people are questioning it because you sort of want to root for Rhea Ripley coming onto the main card. But uh, Asuka needs Asuka is as babyface as WWE wants her to be. They're trying to make her as big as a babyface as possible. Even though she looked kind of heelish, kind of heelish after getting her teeth knocked out and returning and beating up uh, Shayna Baszler as hard as Asuka did. So... I think this is a way of sh- kind of confirming that no, Oscar's the babyface here in this situation. Rhea Ripley's the heel, and uh, I w- don't be surprised if Rhea Ripley walks out of here, uh, out of WrestleMania with the Raw Women's Championship. Definite, definite possibility moving into a new era, if you will, of women's wrestling with Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley possibly both walking out as women's champions. Bobby Lashley versus Cedric Alexander. Alexander and Benjamin attack Lashley. Prior to the match, MVP on commentary for this one. MVP got into a confrontation uh, with uh, Cedric Alexander and Lashley. At least not with Lashley, with uh, Alexander and Benjamin earlier on in the night. uh, With Alexander grabbing the lapel of MVP earlier on in the show. Lashley regains his bearings and tosses Alexander around the ring. Only person that tosses as well as Alexander is Alexander. He is a superstar when it comes down to that. Really bumping around the ring as great as anybody else. Benjamin blatantly getting involved in the match, turning the tide for Cedric Alexander to get back in control. Although an impassioned effort for Alexander, Lashley picks up the win with the hurt lock and then hurt lock to Benjamin after the match as well. Bobby Lashley, uh, this is I thought this was really good. I thought this was really because you know you, you you're trying to build up both Lashley for and McIntyre for Mania. They're build, building each other up for each other without directly confronting one another. You know, they don't have to fight one another before they get to Mania, so they fight someone else. And then fighting someone as emotionally attached as Lashley and Hurt Business was and proving that he is such a dominant force over that whole group now that they're officially broken up and able to beat Benjamin, able to beat Alexander. This makes him look real strong going into Mania. And later on the night, we'll see how strong McIntyre looks. 
Bad Bunny and Damian Priest they have their response after the Bugatti incident, after the paint being uh, paintbrushed all over it. Priest offers to make the match at a tag team match at WrestleMania. Bad Bunny cuts a very heartfelt promo about his history and love for the WWE. I I think it's similar to if we ever had an opportunity to go on the microphone for WWE and had to cut a babyface promo, not a heel promo. Everyone, I think, can cut a decent heel promo, but not everyone can cut a good babyface promo. I know it might sound a little backwards there, but it's, it's almost true. But he cuts a very heartfelt promo in the sense of you know, he remembers when he was a kid watching Raw and SmackDown and all the pay-per-views with his family and his brothers, much like how a lot of us grew up watching pro wrestling, watching with our friends and families and with our with our siblings and you know, doing the moves to each other as a kid, even though you're not supposed to, all the ads that pop up. I remember that very vividly as a kid and and for him to come on the microphone in his in his broken English, which is understandable, not you know, doesn't speak great English and he's even uh come out and said that himself uh, not on pro- wwe programming but i think it was like on wwe uh, 24 he came out and said in a conversation with charlotte flair like uh, he you know he gets nervous when speaking english because he's not sure if everything he's saying is correct but it even made it felt a lot a lot more in passion and in, 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 from coming from his heart very heartfelt promo from bad bunny i give him a lot of respect and i've given him a ton of respect ever since he stepped foot in the wwe back in the royal rumble he has treated this business with nothing but respect, and he's well, well, well deserving of his 24-7 run because that is a title that's meaningless, and he gets to literally wave the flag of the WWE wherever he goes, and now he's going to have a match at WrestleMania that Miz and Morrison, when they come on screen, accept the tag team match. Perfect! Perfect! This is exactly what we wanted the whole time. We wanted the tag team match, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest taking on Miz and Morrison to get... Damian Priest over at in a match at WrestleMania with the great attention of Bad Bunny also being there. This is the perfect storm. They did this perfect. I, 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 don't, I have no problems with Bad Bunny. If anything, I want to see more Bad Bunny in the future if we possibly can. I don't want him forever and ever here at the WWE. I think it'd be good for him to come for WrestleMania season, come for SummerSlam, come for whatever. You know, come for the big four. Like, yeah, that's all I care about. But if he, he has a genuine love for this business... And if this is it for him, for Bad Money, he did his job more than anybody else. He did his job perfect. And you talk about people that deserve to be involved in the WWE Hall of Fame and the Celebrity Wing. You could put Bad Bunny on the cover of the Celebrity Wing. Uh, you know, you could put him on the... If, if there's a Celebrity Wing magazine, if, there, if there's a, ever a hall ever built, you could name it after Bad Bunny. That, that's how much respect I've given to him in, in his run currently. He has done a fantastic fantastic job with the WWE and I'm very excited to see his match at WrestleMania given that it's no longer a singles match and a tag team match which it should be so good on WWE there very good Riddle versus Mustafa Ali Sheamus on commentary Ali off to a hot start with Riddle focused on Sheamus ringside Ali putting up a great fight but a bro Derek connects for Riddle to pick up the win. Sheamus and Riddle draw after the match, but no altercation. Prior to this match, and now this is me remembering here, Riddle uh, had a conversation with the New Day, and then Riddle making uh, plenty of innuendos towards smoking marijuana and pot and everything like that. So uh, I, I don't know if we're opening that forbidden door again, <laughs> but uh, here we go with Riddle. Uh, I think Sheamus picks us up this win at Mania, no problem, one, two, three. Uh, I would be very surprised if Riddle wins at Mania. I think... Uh, they're going in a direction of Riddle. I don't think they see him as a champion anymore. But that's just my thought. That's just my thought. Looking on to our main event, Drew McIntyre versus King Corbin. MVP back on commentary for a closer look. Good uh, back and forth 
uh, callbacks to the um, relationship that they had prior between McIntyre, Corbin, and Lashley. At one point, all three were together at some point, and now uh, McIntyre and Corbin going at it in uh, Lashley in the background watching uh, on a TV backstage. Back and forth with each getting a good amount of offensive stretches. Uh, MVP speaking to McIntyre and Corbin throughout the match. McIntyre kicks out of the deep six. MVP gives Corbin his cane saying that even if, let's say, you do pick up the pinfall win, doesn't mean that you took him out. Take him out. That was the order in order for King Corbin to get a match against Lashley at Mania. Claymore by McIntyre uh, for the win. Great match. Really, really good match. I don't think I did it justice here with my, my rundown, but uh, McIntyre has some really, really, really good matches on this build-up to Mania, especially with Sheamus, and now this one here. You know, McIntyre, I gave him a ton of credit. I gave him a ton of credit heading into Mania, both last year for WrestleMania 36, and now this year, heading into Mania, he has been head over heels a superstar. He has been absolutely fantastic, and not once throughout this whole run of his, maybe besides the Royal Rumble, in 2020 has he heard a a true fan crowd reaction to his his run and, and the build up to mania at that yeah for wrestlemania 36 and and obviously through covid didn't hear anything you know not not a peep through from wrestlemania 36 to now it's gonna be to wrestlemania 37 and fine i i'm so excited to hear the pop that he gets, hopefully that he gets, because I could be way over my head here, I'm thinking that he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, Drew McIntyre, right now for the WWE, I, I'm really excited to hear what the pop reaction is going to be from the crowd, whether it sounds indifferent, whether it sounds, it's it's amazing, if there's booze, imagine there's booze, I'd be very surprised if there's booze for McIntyre, I'd be absolutely shocked, because he, he doesn't have that Roman Reigns effect for me yet, uh, you know, with his shoving him down your throat early on in his run, doesn't have that John Cena effect for me with his shoving down your throat early on, it feels very genuine for McIntyre, because he tells a real story, you know, he, he fired from the WWE, we saw him around the independent scene all around the world, Impact, uh, you know, <laughs> what was it, um, a WCPW, we saw him there, we saw him everywhere, McIntyre, so, uh, you know, for now, to, for him to be back for the past few years, for after NXT and now back in, in you know, prominent, not only prominent, main event, superstar level, uh, I'd be very surprised to hear Bruce. Very, very, very surprised. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, this is for all you new fans, all you casual fans, a beginner's guide to pro wrestling. We're on the road to WrestleMania. If you're brand new to it, if you're brand new to it and you had no idea what I was talking about for the past uh, 18 minutes, well, uh, I'll give you a little bit more detail into uh, what this whole world is of professional wrestling. So stick with us right here on the Daily DDT Podcast. On this day in pro wrestling history, on April 6, 2014, WWE presented WrestleMania 30 for the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. It's best known for Cesaro last eliminating Big Show to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That was Cesaro's big WrestleMania moment. Hopefully he has a bigger one coming up at WrestleMania 37. John Cena defeating Bray Wyatt in their first iteration of WrestleMania matches coming uh, six years apart from one another. Uh, this one being at WrestleMania 30. John Cena picking up the, the win but fighting back his demons and uh, breaking into what Bray Wyatt wanted him to be in that match. Brock Lesnar defeating The Undertaker and with this win Lesnar became the first man to defeat The Undertaker at WrestleMania after 21 straight wins, uh, thus defeating the streak in one of the craziest moments of my professional wrestling fandom. Uh, Daniel Bryan beating Triple H to open the show to earn a spot in the main event, and then Daniel Bryan defeating Batista and Randy Orton by submission 
in a triple threat match to win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. One of the greatest moments in WrestleMania history from a fan perspective and uh, the huge huge uh, the, nothing, nothing i've talked about this match already a couple times on on this podcast and i can only talk about so much more uh the fan reaction the moment everything building up to it why he was built up to this moment uh huge for daniel bryan and why he's known today as uh, one of the greatest baby faces in pro wrestling history all right hello all my casual fans all my new fans I'm glad I'm here with you. I'm glad I'm here with you. This this part is for you. This part isn't for all the people that have been watching pro wrestling for the past 20 years. This part isn't for all the people that have been uh, sitting in, in front of the TV, like much like myself, and been watching pro wrestling for the past few months on this build to WrestleMania, night in, night out, getting myself ready for this huge moment. This is for you, you the fan, that's either very new to professional wrestling or... Uh, hasn't even watched a show yet, wondering where to get started, uh, definitely interested, but just a little confused on what this whole world is, what world are we living in right now, let me give you a little bit of backstory about me, my name is Jaden Becker, I'm currently a student at Ithaca College, I am studying for sports broadcasting and sports media, and I have an impassioned passion for pro wrestling, it's something that I've loved and I grew up on, ever since I was little, I was huge into professional wrestling as a kid, I grew up watching uh, WWE around the time I I believe it was 2008 2009 around wrestlemania 24 25 26 is really was my big start into professional wrestling watching it as a kid and just enjoying the whole world that was so brand new to me and something i could feel like i can share to you so what is pro wrestling what is this that i'm talking about and what is this you know what is this podcast that i've been doing for the past over 50 days it seems like well pro wrestling is it a sport is it a show is it fake well the answer is yes to all three pro wrestling is a show that involves extreme athletic capabilities uh, to be able to create the illusion of an entertaining combat sport with long unfolding storylines so to answer all the questions Yes, is it is it from a sports perspective? Uh, is it as sporty as a, an MLB would be, an NFL, an NBA? No, it's not on that level, but it, it, there's a sport aspect to it as it is a combat type of illusion. Is it a show? Yeah, you're supposed to watch it as if it's entertainment. You're watching it as if it's your your Game of Thrones, if it's your weekly, uh, what's the new show, Captain America and the, the Winter Soldier, just like you're watching something like that. Or And, and is it fake? 100%. Yes, it is fake. It is a scripted show, but... As a professional wrestling fan, you might ask, well, if it's fake, why do people watch it? People know that it's not real. Why do you watch it? Well, pro wrestling fans acknowledge the fact that pro wrestling is fake, much like how you know SpongeBob isn't real and doesn't live under the sea, much like how Superman and Hulk uh, and the Hulk really don't have superpowers. They're all a part of the figment of someone's imagination that happens to be on TV, much like how Star Wars isn't really in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, there's huge communities that love love superheroes huge communities that love star wars bunch of kids that love spongebob even though we all kind of accept in our minds when we watch uh, superhero movies and shows like that and we watch star wars we all accept that you know this isn't real you know this is all acting and this is a show we all we all accept that and that's something that pro wrestling fans continue to accept and it's just like watching an average show it's just it's live action it's like watching a play as well 
it, it, it's a show. It's a play. It's entertainment. It's meant to be watched as such. If you sit down and watch pro wrestling like a baseball game or, or like a boxing match, you're not watching it in the right light in my perspective. You're not watching it in a way that uh, it's meant to be watched. It's meant to be watched like you're watching Game of Thrones. It's meant to be watched like you're watching Breaking Bad. You sit down every week looking to be entertained by the stories that they're trying to tell you. You're meant to be in, entertained by the move sets that they're able to pull off in, in, in the athletic feats. It's like watching Circus Olay. It's like, wow, you, you know that the risk factor is there that they could get hurt, but they're not supposed to get hurt. That That is that is the fun of professional wrestling. And you might ask, well, Jaden, you talked about stories. Well, what is the story aspect you have about it? Well, storytelling is what brings people back to pro wrestling week in, week out. The culmination of these stories are the selling points of many pay-per-views like the upcoming WrestleMania. WrestleMania for the WWE, the World Wrestling Entertainment Promotion. Uh, it, it is like the Super Bowl of professional wrestling. It is the pinnacle of all the stories that they've been telling all year, finally reaching to a, a point. And then once you reach WrestleMania, uh, here you are. This is like the biggest moment of the year for the WWE. And then you may ask yourself, well, after WrestleMania, is that it? Is the season over? Did, did I join too late? No, you're not joining too late. Professional wrestling never ends. It's a year-long show. 52 weeks out of the year, professional wrestling is on. And what you'll realize is that that's why I do a podcast much like this. It's the Daily DDT Podcast. I give you content daily so you'll be able to listen about not only the WWE, but other promotions such like All Elite Wrestling, AEW, Ring of Honor, ROH, Impact Wrestling, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm just giving you a bunch of promotions here that you could find yourself interested in. But uh, you, you look at professional wrestling. And you look from that standpoint that it never ends. It's, you can jump in at any time, but now is almost the best time of year to jump in, given that you'll see the com the ending of one story and then the start of a new one coming up, hopefully, uh, after WrestleMania. So uh, you might ask yourself, well, I, I remember what, when I was younger what professional wrestling was like when I was a kid. Maybe you're someone that used to be in pro wrestling when you were younger, but now uh, you've obviously grown out of it or uh, you, you found your way into something else and now you're trying to get back into professional wrestling because it's WrestleMania season. Well, how much has it changed maybe since the late 90s or even the late two, uh, 2000s even? Uh, how much has it changed? Well, Pro wrestling was best known in the late, late 90s in pop culture as entertainment, best geared for teenagers and young adult men. There was a lot of sexual activity, a lot of beer, a lot of giving me a hell yeah, even talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Since then, pro wrestling in the WWE has changed to be viewed as sports entertainment. Female wrestlers have be became a more prominent factor in today's world of pro wrestling compared to where women's wrestling was uh, a decade ago even now uh, it's almost held and if not held exactly to the same standard as the men a lot of the sexualized activity has been changed uh, from it, it's not really there as much anymore as it was back in uh, the late 90s and even the 2000s uh, they really have strayed away from that and now we're looking towards a more competitive type aspect into uh, pro wrestling where the storytelling of course is still there and there's a lot of mysticism and stuff like that as well like that you, you, you're able to find everything you want but we're, we're gearing more towards professional wrestling is gearing more towards uh, the child in a sense where you can watch it and not have to shield your eyes but also gearing towards the adult fan that wants to watch the competitive nature and also enjoy some storytelling aspect as well much like you're as I mentioned watching a Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad or Star Wars or whatever or, you know whatever the new Disney Plus uh, the Captain America and um, Winter Soldier you know all these shows and you're gearing towards fans that want to watch an entertainment aspect like that in a more live action sense where do you need to get started? So that's it. You're hooked. You're ready to watch pro wrestling. You're ready to get into it. I, I've tried to describe to you as much as I could 
Uh, in the next episode of the Daily DDT Podcast, I'm going over my uh, predictions for NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, and then I'm going to be doing my predictions for WrestleMania. Uh, and then I'm going to go a little bit more in depth into the storylines of exactly what's going to happen, of uh, how exactly what has happened, if you will, going into WrestleMania. So I'll give you the full build up there. And deservingly so, these guys work so hard and these men and women have worked so hard to make it to WrestleMania. But uh, where should, do I think you should start? Uh, no matter who you talk to, you're going to get a different answer. You're going to tell you, oh, go watch AEW. It's one of the best shows out there. It's, it's, it's brand new and it's been around for two years and it's great. And it genuinely, it's great. They're going to say, oh, go watch Ring of Honor. It's really, that's where the real wrestling is. Or go watch New Japan. They put on some of the best matches ever uh, rated in, in the history of pro wrestling. But if you're a brand new fan and you're trying to find your way into professional wrestling, you just want to get a good taste of what this really is. I say, you know what? Go ahead and start at WrestleMania. Uh, you start at WrestleMania and you get the pinnacle of it all. You really get to see what WWE is trying to show you and trying to show, honestly, what they are trying to show the casual fan. Because WrestleMania is not for just the hardcore fan like myself that's been around for years and years. It's for the fan that is just getting into pro wrestling and someone that wants to be entertained and wants to see a spectacle amongst all spectacles. WrestleMania is it for you. So I say start there at WrestleMania. It's on this Saturday and this Sunday. It's a two-night event. And then once you finish with that, you're you're already rolling. It's not like you have to wait another day. Monday is the next episode of Monday Night Raw, which is the flagship show of the WWE. And then Friday is Friday Night SmackDown, which is on Fox and another show on the same level as Monday Night Raw. And that's it. You have the ball rolling. So Mondays and Friday nights, you have professional wrestling. And then some uh, Sundays, you have uh, pay-per-views. WrestleMania, obviously, so big. Too big for one night. So they have it on Saturday and Sunday. But I recommend starting there and watching it with a friend. And uh, my biggest piece of advice, if I had to give to a new pro wrestling fan, my biggest piece of advice to you would be make your own opinions of pro wrestling. It may not be for you, and I get that, and that's completely fine. Much like for me, I personally, I'm not a big fan of superhero movies. I, I've, just, I've never gotten big into it. I, I like Star Wars. That I think that's something I find enjoying, but all the Avengers stuff, I never really got into, and it's just not my cup of tea. For me, it, I just don't enjoy it as much as I, I enjoy pro wrestling or I enjoy the MLB or the NFL. There's just some things that people like and some things that people don't like, which is fine. So make your own opinions of professional wrestling. At least give it a chance. Go ahead and watch it. If it's your first time watching and you enjoy it, stick with it for a month. And if you don't like it after a month, that's fine. At least you gave it a shot. But uh, don't take the average comment section from a Sports Center post of pro wrestling or ESPN's post of pro wrestling and take that as scripture. Because you know you go through these sections and the first thing you click is like, ah, oh, pro wrestling's fake. Yeah, we all know it's fake, and that is the point. We enjoy the show, and knowing that no one's really going to get hurt at the end of this, they're all going to be able to go back to their families completely fine, and knowing that they inter entertained us in some way, shape, or form, they're putting on a spectacle, they're putting on a show for us to entertain. You know, if, so, if, if I went on to a comment section for, let's say, the... Well, the Captain America and Winter Soldier show and say, you guys know all that this is fake, right? That, that Captain America really isn't swinging the shield around and they're not flying and they're not taking bullets, you know, like, yeah, obviously. And it's sort of the same type of idea here. That's how you're meant to watch pro wrestling. So be ready to form your own opinions on pro wrestling. Don't take it from a comment section. Don't even have to take it from myself. I'm just trying to introduce you to a way of professional wrestling and introduce you to um, this new world, a new adventure that you could possibly put yourself on. I do all these review shows and stuff like that. I just reviewed Monday Night Raw if you're listening to the first 18 minutes of the podcast. And, uh, you know, I, I gave my thoughts on the show, but 
if you have a completely different thought and you think that I'm in the wrong direction, more power to you. More power to you. I want you to, to have these different thoughts for me. If you thought that the bad, if Bad Bunny is the worst thing to ever happen to professional wrestling, more power to you. You know, I, I want to have these conversations with you. If everyone's thinking the same way about pro wrestling, then we got a problem. Then we got a problem. We, I, love, I love the emotional discourse, and that's what this great community is all about. So there's my, there's my, uh, my, my, my uh, speech about pro wrestling and why you should get into it. So uh, I, I hope when WrestleMania comes this weekend, you sit down, grab some wings, uh, grab a beverage, you enjoy the show, and, and enjoy exactly what it is because it is a show, and it's meant to entertain you. So usually this will be the part of the podcast where I talk about uh, what's for the next episode of the Daily DDT podcast. And usually I would say the card for Impact and what they have booked, but there's no Impact because they moved to Thursdays. We're in a new world of professional wrestling where after COVID, shows are kind of shifting around. So no Impact on uh, tonight, but uh, now I'm going to talk about my predictions for NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver for uh, tomorrow's episode of the Daily DDT podcast. So be prepared for that. Call your bookies. Once again, don't bet them for us, <laughs> as I talked about in a previous episode. But should be fun. Should be fun. We're going down the, the final week, heading into WrestleMania, one of the best weeks as a pro wrestling fan, because we're going to get so, so, so much wrestling in this coming week, and it's going to be fantastic. Going to be fantastic. Very excited, and I hope you are excited as well. And that's all for me. Remember to get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDE20 at Manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and using the code FANSIDE20, all caps, at checkout. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. You can catch this podcast on all your favorite providers. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And remember, you can ask your smart device to play the Daily DDT Podcast. If you like content like this, check out our writers at DailyDDT.com. And if you want to hear more from me, give me a follow on Twitter and Instagram at JadenBeckerTV. I'll see you tomorrow with another episode of the Daily DDT Podcast.